Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis, and today is Monday, March 9th, 2009. Thanks for tuning in. I've got a great lineup for you today, but first, I have a few announcements. This month, we celebrate Plus Model Radio's one-year anniversary, and I want to thank Maddie and Valerie for giving me this opportunity and always supporting me and everyone that has come on the show to be a guest and everyone that listens regularly, thank you. Thank you so much for making this project a success. Plus Model Radio also will be having a two-hour telethon Monday, April 13th to take pledges to support Plus Model Magazine's editor, Maddie, who has been diagnosed with MS and has created the first Plus Model Magazine team to participate in the Manhattan MS Walk on April 19th. I'm coming to New York to participate in this walk and decided to make the entire week, um, the entire weekend, a curvy all-star weekend. So on April 17th, we will be having the 2009 Flawless Calendar Party in NYC. Come buy a calendar poster, get it signed, and help us celebrate not only the calendar, but Plus Model Radio's one-year anniversary and the kickoff to the MS Walk then Saturday, we're going to be hanging out with Monique C. at her showroom and do some good shopping, networking, and socializing. And then Sunday, we will be participating in the Manhattan MS Walk. So come out and walk with us on the Plus Model Magazine team. So if you don't live in New York, you have enough time to book a decent price plane ticket and get a group of girls together to split the hotel room and come hang out with us in the Big Apple. We're going to have a good time while we're there. Um, so you can get those flyers off of our MySpace and Facebook pages. So coming up later on the show will be Plus Guru Catherine Schuler and fashion designer Douglas Says. But up first is Nancy Hasten. With over 15 years of experience in the marketing world, Nancy is author of You Can Be Sexy at Any Size or Age. Today, she is inspiring women worldwide to define the media standards of beauty and is redefining sexiness for the everyday woman by saying you can be sexy at any size, weight, or age. Nancy debunks Hollywood's myths and give the real skinny about the damage the media's one-size-fit-all standards. Filled with over 101 insider tips from beauty and fashion experts, Nancy reveals the secrets to celebrity status sexiness. 
And in 2007, Nancy bared it all for the cameras in the controversial Love Your Body campaign featured on The Insider. Nancy has received national attention and has been featured on Fox World News, CBS's Entertainment Tonight, and Playboy Radio. Let's welcome Nancy to the show. Hi, Nancy. You there? Hi, Shanice. I'm here. So how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. So your background is in marketing. So how did that involve in the plus-size modeling? Well, I had been told so many times over the course of my life that you have such a pretty face, you could really be a model if only you'd lose some weight. Mm-hmm. And finally I said to myself, wait a minute, I can be a model, a plus-size model, and in the process show the world that beauty comes in all shapes and sizes. And at that time, I was in the business of marketing cars and also building websites. Mm-hmm. I realized that if I wanted to reach a global market of people to spread the sexy at any size message, that I could do so by channeling my marketing skills and start building a website with my photos. Mm. And so I did. And the website quickly became the number one most visited site on the Internet for those seeking sexy photos of plus-size women. Wow. So, so you have a time, pretty good fan base online. Yeah, well, this is, this is in the 90s when, um, at that time, it sort of defied the norm on the Internet as not many sites in the world showed women with curves or meat on their bones. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, most plus-size clothing was generally very frumpy, frumpy and bland back then. Mm-hmm. And there was just simply very little opportunity to display my sexy size as a plus-size woman. Mm-hmm. So, so I, decided, I decided to use the website as a tool to get out mm-hmm. to the public. And what I believed inside people were truly looking for, regardless of what the media at large was saying, and that was pictures of women with some meat on their body. So how did you move from modeling to writing books? um, Over the last few decades, obviously, Hollywood's been sending messages to women that thin is in. Mm -hmm. And in short, their message is that if a woman's not real thin, she can't be considered sexy. So many women were emailing me through my website out of desperation, explaining mm-hmm. that they felt miserable when they looked at themselves in the mirror and did not know how to gain the confidence that they were looking for mm-hmm. that they saw in these photos. Mm-hmm. And they'd say things like, I want to look sexy too, but I feel so fat and ugly and I just don't know what to do. And I thought, wow, this has got to change. It's time for women to feel good inside instead of beating themselves up, you know, no matter what their weight is or shape or age or whatever it is. And mm-hmm. so... Um, the one thing that I know for sure is that all women want the power to be seen as beautiful no matter what size they are. Right. So in just a matter of months, I realized that the need for new thinking went far beyond Hollywood because real women were hating their bodies while men were drooling over the photos of these same types of, of, of women. Right, so it didn't so, make sense. Yeah. So, so tell us about your book, You Can Be Sexy at Any Size or Age. Okay. You Can Be Sexy at Any Size contains 101 tips, as you mentioned, Mm -hmm. from the sensible, like wearing clothes that best flatter your body type, to the sensual, such as indulging in a sexy snack with your partner. Mm -hmm. We've included fashion, hair, and makeup tips, lifestyle changes. There's some pretty shocking before and after photos of real women who have read the book and uh, have used some of the tips. Mm -hmm. And... Most importantly, these sexy secrets were developed with the average woman in mind as they are all low-cost or no-cost ways to change your own life. Um, We've 
named specific products. There's website links to, to products that I use daily mm-hmm. and have been completely honest about my own experiences as a plus-size woman. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't leave anything out. We talk about playing up your best features, walking with good posture, altering your direct environment to encourage your new sexiness, mm-hmm. carrying yourself with pride, the importance of the always appropriate LBD, the little black dress. Mm-hmm. And these are all ways for women to look sexy now, not that someday. The time is now for everyone to look and feel their best. So what are some tips you can give to our listeners to be more sexy? One thing you said is have a, a little black dress in your closet. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely the LBD. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest piece of advice is by far to be 100% confident in yourself. Right. You must believe in yourself and know you are beautiful because if you don't, no one else will. And I say exactly. sexy is a state of mind. Once mm-hmm. you believe on the inside you're beautiful, your energy will attract people to you and you will in turn see your own beauty too. Mm-hmm. There's um, a bunch of practical tips also and some physical tips. One of the ones that we like to say is ditch those granny panties. <laughs> because um, not only if you wear, you know, like a thong goes erases the panty lines, but mm-hmm. um, most women will agree that wearing something sexy under their clothes makes them feel even sexier in their clothes. Hmm. So even if you're just going to the grocery store or, you know, doing an errand, um, Mm -hmm. you can put on things that make you feel sexy and it will actually improve your own self-confidence. Oh, wow, that's a great tip. So in 2007, you posed in a Love Your Body campaign that I mentioned in your intro. So tell us more about this project. Okay, that project in 2007, um, CBS emailed me through my website asking me to be a part of the project. And the proposal was if I'd be willing to pose nude in a tasteful way to help raise awareness about eating disorders in the fashion industry. There was a controversial ad um, in response to Nolita and um, Isabella Caro. Uh, It was a graphic and powerful message called the No Anorexia Billboard in Milan. Mm -hmm. And the producer said I'd be working with a designer named Anch who would lend his name to the cause and Mm -hmm. that I'd be wearing nothing but a colorful lollipop in my hand. And the insider okay. said they would be going behind the scenes at the photo shoot to document this controversial event. And in the world of fashion, as you know, the dangerously skinny women have always been the norm. And many people say that they can cause eating disorders in the young women who idolize them. So it was my hope this ad would get people talking about a positive body image and also question what does it really mean to be healthy and beautiful. Now, did you have reservations uh, doing this project, or did you automatically jump on it and say yes? I accepted immediately. I instinctively knew within when I read the email that it was the right time to get out to the public to help change Americans' perceptions of beauty through the media. Mm -hmm. It was my intention to show the reality of what an average American woman's body looks like. And it was also important for me to state my weight being 169 pounds at the time to say, like Tyra Banks has in her campaign, so what? You know, through this, I hope to inspire millions of women throughout the world to love and accept themselves just the way they are right now. Exactly. So how was your experience posing nude on national television? Because that has to be kind of, I don't care who you are, that has to be (laughs) kind of, because a picture you can Photoshop, but you can't Photoshop that video. (laughs) I it was definitely an experience. Um, I think what made it uh, an amazing, very pure and positive experience was the people that were part of the production crew. They were mm-hmm. very supportive, very loving, very kind, 
there were men and women in the crew, and they just were very, very warm people. The um, hair and makeup just took about an hour. We went on camera. I wore a long robe, and I walked onto the stage area there, and everything felt just comfortable. It felt just right, and I felt a sense of peace within my body as I laid nude there. Um, and then they just started taking some pictures and did the video, and the main thing that was going through my mind was that I was hoping this will help all the women out there of every shape and size to feel good about themselves mm-hmm. on the inside and out. So after you did this and it aired on The Insider, what was the response you received uh, after everybody saw you? All the comments that people were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a lot of emails through the website, and mm-hmm. most of them were saying, it's about time, and wow, you made me feel so much more comfortable in my own skin. I feel beautiful again. Um, some people said, is this promoting self-acceptance or obesity? Mm. Some people were saying, now that's what a, you know average woman's body really looks like. Mm-hmm. The comments flooded in from both men and women all over the world. And my response to people saying, you know, that overall it was an enormous positive response from it. The people who are thinking that it's promoting obesity, I would mention that I believe that's important to take care of yourself, to eat healthy whole foods from the earth and sleep enough and drink water. My message in this is to say, be happy with who you are in your own skin as you are right now. Exactly. So currently... Your focus on web design. So tell us what services you provide. Because you mentioned um, the beginning of your success came from your good uh, web design. So that now you're great. offering that yes. to others. I am. Um, we're offering different web development services, but mainly providing affordable websites for any aspiring plus-size models or anyone who wants to get a simple website website up in seven days or less. And we also include um, search engine optimization techniques to help people get to the top of Google so that, you know, you can get your message out there. Mm-hmm. And so um, how do you get get that started with you to, to build a website? Would it be from your regular personal website or you have a whole different website for the web design? We have two separate services. One is, which is um, very affordable, for 99 bucks, you can have your own web page on our domain name. And we provide all the services and do everything for you. You send us your photos and your stats and your contact information, and we create your own page. And it's a one-time fee, and there is no hosting. You don't pay anything um, additional. You get basically a website and free hosting for the life of the website for $99. And then the other option some people do is they get a full-blown website for themselves at their own name, .com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, we help them get to the top of Google and create a popular site for them and create a really nice site for them so that they can network and reach out to photographers as they're starting their modeling career and job opportunities and things like that. Well, yeah, because the Internet is a very powerful tool right now. It is. I would put the Internet over television right now. I, I agree. People are on, millions of people are online every second of the day, you know, everywhere throughout the world looking at, you know, different websites, video, YouTube's huge. Um, people are out there, and, you know, they're looking for certain things. And when you have a website, it makes it a lot easier for people to find you. And mm-hmm. to also send it out as a tool when you're trying to look for work or you're trying to get out there and make contact with people um, and show them what you're doing and what you're all about. Right. So what else do you have coming up that we can be on the lookout for? 
The big project that we have right now is possibly a deal with QVC to launch a fitness DVD in hmm. um, in this next year. So keep your eyes open for that. Oh, that sounds exciting. Yeah. And what is your official website? The official website to go to is looksexynow.com. You can buy the You Can Be Sexy at Any Size book. And while you're there, any of the visitors get a free gift that is an instant download that teaches any woman how to dress right for her body type to make them feel their sexiest today. Awesome. And I have to say you were so nice. Anybody that came to Love Your Body Day this year and was um, lucky enough to get one of the gift bags, you had a copy of the your book in the gift bags this year, and so I got great reviews on your book. No, oh, great, great. That makes me so happy. The event yeah. was awesome, and I will be there this year again. Good, good. We had a good time. Yes. Well, okay, well, we will definitely wish you luck on your um, upcoming project, and I will be in touch. Good luck on everything. All right, you too, Shanice. Thanks so much. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And... That was Nancy. Make sure you check out her book. You can be sexy at any size. Up next is Douglas Says. Douglas Says has emerged with a new, fresh direction, which he calls Plus You. Many may know Douglas from his former work, which over the years we've quietly seen in magazines, on celebrities, television, news, and movies. Some may even remember hearing it said that Douglas Says make clothes like he's hugging a woman and saying, I love you. Now with the Plus You line, it gives the larger body type that same hug. Douglas Says is presenting women with two gifts, the first being choice and the second being his signature, Shapeables. Most recently, he was a featured designer on BET's Rip the Runway. Let's welcome Douglas to the show. Hi, Douglas. Are you there? Hi, Ms. Lewis. How are you? I'm, I'm here. I'm great. Thank you so much for being on the show with us this evening. Thank you for having me. So how did you get your start in the entertainment business? Uh, It started as far back as high school. I started modeling first, and uh, then I started designing, because back at that time you had to uh, bring your own clothes to fashion shows. So I took a men's tailoring course in high school, started making my clothes, and eventually I started making clothes for a girl that lived down the street from me who is still my best friend and muse, uh, Rosemary mm-hmm. Guza. And okay. that's how I started designing. And I looked at your MySpace page. You also dabble in uh, makeup artistry as well? Yes. You know, when you're freelance, you got to juggle. you got to do yes. everything. Yes. Yeah. So you can yeah. pick somebody up from head to toe completely. I, I can't do hair. That's the one thing I've never been able to master. But okay. makeup and dressing you, I can do all of that. So tell us some of the celebrities you've had the opportunity to work with over the years. Okay, well, in different roles from either makeup or either designing, I've worked with Celia Cruz, uh, Jennifer Holliday, Tookie Smith, Rashamba, SWV, Angela Bofield, and mm. one of my favorite is... Uh, the phone call that I received from Iman herself. Wow. Yeah. And so it's all of these women were, well, you said not all were in your clothing, but some makeup and some clothing. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So, um, and I mean, of course, now it's it's primarily, it's just clothes. At one point, you know, I juggled more, 
but mm-hmm. now my focus is is only clothes. It's it's been only clothes since like '95. Oh, okay. So many designers shun away from plus sizes. So why did you decide to extend your line to include plus sizes? Actually, what I tell people now is that it it wasn't a decision that I made. It was one that God fed me. Mm-hmm. And um, my girlfriend Rosemary Cusa once again. She opened up a store in February, and mm-hmm. she housed all of my clothes in the store, but they were my regular samples. So most of the traffic that was coming in, they were attracted by the windows, but they couldn't fit the goods. Mm-hmm. So I offered to make samples just for her store mm-hmm. uh, and see how it went. And mm-hmm. eventually, in my head, it just grew to a big fashion show, which um, I had August of last year. Right, right. So what types of clothing do you carry under the Plus U line? I do everything that I did prior to. I try to transfer my silhouettes and my style lines. I, I do a lot of color, a, a lot of color, patchwork, um, different seaming. So you can find everything from separates like bodysuits and skirts to uh, short dresses, long dresses. I really love long dresses, so that's, mm-hmm. I've, I've done that forever. And what's the size and price range? My first sample starts at uh, size 16, so it's like 16, 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, as you know, in, in the industry, you always have to have a standard that you follow. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it would be difficult for me to do samples at a size 24, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because that would consume so much more fabric. And because it's just an idea that I'm producing first, mm-hmm. I have to see if it'll sell. So everything is done in a size 16, 18. So and what? the price range, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. The, the price range can be anywhere from 100 to $600, depending on, you know, what it is that I'm shipping you. So, like a one of a kind original will be in the six hundred range. Well, actually, everything is a one of a kind original. Oh, really? Uh, everything is custom made, you know. So it's custom made to fit. At present, uh, the ladies have to send me their measurements, and then I do the item to their measurements and ship it to them. Of course, with a deposit first. Well, of course. <laughs> So why do you think some designers shun away from plus sizes? Is it more difficult design designing for plus size? I I have I have found it to be difficult only because the body types are so different. You know, if you're in the beginning when I'm doing my original collection, a size six eight is a size six eight. You know, when mm-hmm. the girl comes in, I can have ten girls all wearing the same size, try the dress on, and it's going to, it's only going to change a little bit. But with a full-figure woman, the distribution is different. You know, it could mm. be their breasts, it could be their hips, it could be their back, it could be, you know, it could well, be Well, the anywhere. skinny girls have breasts and hips and some don't, well, right? Well, this is true, but I'm, I'm speaking from a model point of view. Oh, okay, you know okay. If I, if I have a model come in, they all should be able to wear that size 6. Right, but right. if I have a woman come in and she's she's a 16, 18 and you know she's a model, it's different. It may be she may carry in her stomach or she may carry in her shoulders or she may carry in her breast, you know, so it's it's all different. Mhm. So mm-hmm. so therefore it's it's not easy to make one sample and you know uh any woman walk in and wear it. Okay, I see what you're saying. So what sets your clothing apart from other clothing lines? I think of my clothes as art. 
you know, um, and and that's what I've realized more recently. I said, you know, I said to myself because I, I when I was a kid I used to paint, you know, and I lost I lost that not the ability but the desire to do that, you know, many years ago. And mm-hmm. then one day I, I realized I said, you know what, you you actually are still doing art. You you know these are one of a kind pieces, um, and you're doing all this color working and this patchworking and these different seams. So you are creating art. It's just that it's not being hung on a wall. It's being hung on their frame. Right. So. So it's more special. artistic, more unique. You definitely cannot be scared. <laughs> you, know, you you have to be a confident woman to wear my things because I should sell them with a warning that you're going to be watched. You're going Uh-oh. to be looked at. You're going to be complimented over and over again. I should sell it with that type of warning. But oh, I, I let you that. find out. I let you find that out for yourself. Okay. So tell us about your experience on BET's Rip the Runway because I, I saw your dresses in the fashion show and they look fabulous. I must say you're right. It did get attention. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. Uh, actually, it was it was a great a, a great experience, which I really didn't expect it to be so overwhelming. And uh, me to, I mean, because in my head, you know, I'm, in my head I was already kind of known, mm-hmm. but not really, you know. Mm-hmm. That was only in my head. And <laughs> um, once once the BET aired, I was getting calls from all over the country. Really? So I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I had to say to myself, oh, so maybe you weren't as known as. But I, I had done, I, I've, I've been a part of the Rip the Runway ever since they aired. Oh, the really? One, yeah, but but never name credit or line. Like, I'd show clothes. Like, you might see um, June Ambrose backstage interviewing the people, you know, mm-hmm. and then the girls have on my clothes, you know. Um, what is the girl, Brie from Top Model? Mm-hmm. She did a segment she had on my clothes. And Steve oh, okay. Harvey showed his suits. All of the girls that accompany Steve Harvey had on my dresses, but never my name with it. Oh, so this year was different because you were featured and you're on the exactly. BET website. Yeah, exactly. So even someone that didn't see the show could find you on the website and look at the pictures. Exactly. Yeah, so that made a, a world of a difference. So how can someone apply to be a model for your clothing line, or are you even looking for models? Now, you know, that is a very interesting question. And when I went over the questions earlier, I said to myself, oh, that question right there. Because my whole thing is, there's been lots of calls to me, you know, people wanting to be models. Yes, and, I, and there's a I lot of ladies listening to this show that want to be yes. a model. And I, I appreciate it and I understand it, but what I need more than anything is the support in them buying dresses because if they don't buy dresses, then I don't have a need for models. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, ever since um, they found out that I was going to be on Rip the Runway, and it's a small circle of the plus market here in New York, you know, and mm-hmm. everybody seems to know everybody. Every right. model that I've ever met emailed me on MySpace, on Tag, on uh, Facebook, called me at home, called me at, I mean, I'm overwhelmed with, with women that want to be models. And a lot of, a lot of times, like most of the girls that did the show, I've known them for years, you know, mm-hmm. either I knew them when they were smaller models or I, you know, I knew them over the last six months because, mm-hmm. you know, my my show was August, in August of 2008. 
and I've been getting so much attention from that time to now that uh and I think it's wonderful how the the ladies have opened up their arms and embraced me that's they've given me the hug that I've always given out so that's that's wonderful but right. bye please bye right so right now you're not looking for models you're looking for customers exactly. to make a purchase Exactly. That's the only way I'm going to stay in business. That's the only way that the line can evolve to something else. If mm-hmm. if there's no financial support, then there's no need. Mm-hmm. So I know you said um, you have to send in your measurements, so maybe we should go over me? how you send in measurements for those interested in purchasing. Um, well, actually, I once I speak with them or email them, I give them the proper way to you know, to take the tape measure and get their measurements. And mm-hmm. also, I, I find what is also easy, if you have, uh, like, that T-shirt, you know, some some people have a T-shirt that they love the way it fits, mm-hmm. you can also supply me with that T-shirt, and I can rub it off, which, you know, means, you know, take the same body and mm-hmm. make your dress from that. And oh, that's where you, yeah. still have this, you still have the same perfect fit that you love, and you know, so there there are there's no room for errors at that point. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the first time I heard that. That's a good idea. Well, you know, when you're custom made, you have to do different things different ways right. to get different results. Right. Right. So, you know. what else um, do you have coming up that we can be on the lookout for? Well, at present, which which will be in New York, because you know that's where that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm working on a sample sale with the fabulous Miss Gwen DeVoe. She's mm-hmm. here in in New York, and um, so we spoke about it briefly. So I'm gonna be trying to move those samples that I did from my August show. So is there a date and a location yet for the sale? Not as yet, but you know we we are still hashing it out, and I I still have my 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 MySpace. Uh, location and you know you can always hit me up there or hit me up on the BET and um, I'll get back to you. Okay, so tell us um, your official website again. Which at this time it is the MySpace page. Oh, okay. www dot myspace dot com. Douglas D O U G L A S S A Y S. Okay, so. Wait, so let me be clear. So you contact you through MySpace, or what if someone isn't um, a part of MySpace? Maybe you should give out a, a email address. Oh, sure. You can. Well, you can either give me a call at my studio, which oh, okay. is nine seven three six two four zero zero six nine. Okay, and then from there you um, get the ideal of what they're looking for. Exactly. I what I what I've been doing is uh when they call me or they email me, I email them back with a link to my last show. This way they can see more of my work as opposed to, you know, the six items that they saw in Rip the Runway. Mm-hmm. And if they see something else that they like, then, you know, they're more than welcome to order that and we start the process from there. And so can you pick the different colors or if like it's already set? No, no, you can pick this since it is custom made, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to be making it anyway. So, yeah, you might as well suggest your colors, you know. Okay. So if you saw something and it had a black base, you know, mm-hmm. multicolored, but black was the base and you want brown, you know, or, or whatever, that, that's pretty good. As, as long as it's not, you know, crazy outrageous, you know, you can't, you know what I mean? Right, so right you know, crazy colors that the store really doesn't have. You know. <laughs> right, right, right. So, yeah. Okay. But, um, yes. What you're about to say? 
No, I, I do that sometimes. <laughs> okay. And uh, one more question I should have asked at the top of the show. Well, what does your name mean, Douglas Says? It says your last name, or is this like a stage name? And no, Says is my last name. And it doesn't really have a meaning. I mean, I've heard more. I've I've heard more things that it means to other people than it actually means. It it's just says. Uh, initially, uh, I used to write a, a column, and you know, the column was called Douglas Says, and it just you know it just really took off from there. And I legally had my name changed to Says. Well, okay. And so it just goes perfectly with the line and everything you do. It's very unique. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank well, you. thank you so much for being on a guest, uh, a guest on the show this evening. Your clothes are beautiful, and let me tell you, my mom watched Rip the Runway, and she uh-huh. called me, and she really? was like, "Oh, you need to look at these clothes on the show. It's so pretty. Don't forget to watch." So my mom, my mom <laughs> called me, said well, it has think, to look good. You thank your mom for me, and I <laughs> hope that when you're in New York, you'll stop by and see me or give me a yell. Yes, definitely, because i got to cool. see uh, how I look in some of those dresses. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. Well, thanks so much, and continue success. Thank you so much. All right, and, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. That was Douglas Sess, and you might have seen his clothing uh, most recently on BET, Rip the Runway, and some real beautiful dresses. So we're going to keep in touch with him, and when we get the – uh, location and time for the sample sale, we'll definitely get that information out to you. So last but definitely not least is Catherine Schuler. Catherine Schuler is considered one of the pioneers of the food-figured fashion industry. She became a Ford model in the 80s when the industry was still forming and has risen to the go-to person and industry liaison on all things plus. She is trained, she is a trained film and theater actress and also became a stand-up comedian when she was told at 5'10 and 168 pounds that she was too heavy for the acting world. The plus-size modeling world helped her carve a niche which allowed her to combine fashion and stand-up comedy with her style sense and talents for self-esteem promoting and marketing, eventually turning into the premier host, commentator, and spokesperson for events targeted primarily at the full-figure segment of the fashion market. After years of modeling and commentating, she decided to expand her level, her level of expertise and study the image consulting programs at Parsons School of Design. She became a member of AICI, Association of Image Consultants International, and in 1993 achieved professional image consultant status. In 2001 with AICI, where she served as president of the New York chapter for two years, In 1997, Catherine was invited to become fashion retail editor for the Vogue-esque, wildly successful Mode magazine, a position she held for four years of the magazine existence, which then led to her becoming spokesperson for retail brands such as Talbot's, Just My Size, and many more stores. She is a, y'all, this this bio is long, and I cut half of it, but just bear with me. <laughs> she um, has been on morning shows, 
representing Charming Shops, Lane Bryant, Catherine's Fashion Book, as well as Figure Magazine. She is frequently a frequently quoted expert and recently was assistant style advisor to Winona Judge for USA's Network's Nashville Star. She recently released and co-authored the book Image Power, What It Takes to Look Your Best, and is now touring with and using it as a promotion marketing tool. So I cut half of her bio. She has so many things going on. She's a very accomplished and talented woman, and she was coming from somewhere to do this interview, and she has not called in yet. So hopefully... (laughs) Catherine, I hope you call in any second. While we're waiting for Catherine to call in the show, I want to remind you about the Plus Model Radio two-hour telethon, which will be happening Monday, April 13th, and we will be taking pledges live on the show. I know we usually don't take callers calling in, but Monday, April 13th, we will, and so I'm hoping all plus-size organizations, all uh, modeling troops, all bloggers. I hope you call in and give a pledge and so show some support for Plus Model Magazine and Maddie. And hopefully all of you will join us April 19th in Manhattan for the MS Walk um, with the Plus Model Magazine team. I'm coming to New York, and as I said at the top of the show, we're having a curvy all-star weekend so make sure you check out uh, our myspace pages and facebook pages to see the flyer and get the rundown of the weekend right now we're waiting we're waiting for katherine schuler to call in um if she doesn't call in a little while maybe she got caught up in something and we'll just close the show but um oh i think She's here. Let's see. <laughs> Catherine, is that you? It is me. <laughs> it's me. I got out of rehearsal late, so you'll have to excuse me as I'm. That's you know, okay. That's I'm okay. I'm going to the quietest place possible. It's NYC. What can I tell you? The Big Apple. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you can make it. I was about to end the show, but I'm glad I prolonged. I know. I was like, oh my God, this is. So funny. This is one of those days where, you know, you should have stayed in bed with the covers over your head, but, you know, you got out there and you did it anyway. <laughs> so how did you stumble into plus-size modeling in the 80s? Well, that's pretty funny because I actually was doing stand-up comedy. And uh, I had tried my hand at acting, and I was told at, like, 170 pounds that I was way too big for uh, any kind of ingenue or any kind of camera work. So I was getting really frustrated, and I decided to get away from the demon camera and to do some live theater. So I did an off-Broadway show, and I wound up uh, with a bunch of guys backstage in this show, and we thought we were the funniest things going. So after the show ended, we said, hey, let's see if we could maybe um, create a comedy act. And uh, so we did, and and it was called The Nerve, because I really wanted to make that statement about having been the nerve and having nerve to be yourself and it was mm-hmm. the eighties, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um that's what I wound up doing is the nerve and uh just having a grand old time because 
you know, doing comedy, you could pretty much put on a wig, blacken out your teeth. Right, right. And size doesn't matter, you know, if you tell them you're skinny, you're skinny, you know. Right. Um, And uh, I think one night somebody from Ford was in the audience and said, you know, you should plus size model. And I said, you should write for my act. I never heard plus size and modeling together. Mm. And uh, they said, no, no, there's this big thing coming up right now. No pun intended. It's going to be a huge market. Ha, ha, ha. And so, you know, I went and checked it out. Uh, I was with Plus Models at the time, which there were probably like five different agencies in the 80s um, that uh, were doing Plus Rise because it was such a burgeoning kind of undeveloped market. Everybody wanted to get into it. So that's what I did. I um, put my book together. And while I was doing stand-up comedy, I was also uh, doing modeling. And in those days, there were lots of department stores, lots of, um, uh, almost every department store uh, was starting a plus-size department. And Mm -hmm. there were a lot of uh, ads and newspapers and catalogs were still going strong. So it was was great. It was my part-time job while I was in between doing stand-up. Um, that's what I did. I was um, modeling. So, so in, in, uh, it just became something that I was able to phase into. And then I realized nobody was really a spokesperson for the industry and that because I had the stand-up background that mm-hmm. I could commentate shows. And uh, that I was able to do shows and uh, commentate shows and fashion shows and so I just started to, to do that, and um, then I realized I didn't really know what I was talking about. <laughs> well, so in your opinion, how has the plus industry changed in the last 20 years? Um, there's there's less work, believe it or not, and more models. So mm. uh, when I first started out, there was about 60, 70 of us, and then all of a sudden it just became the, the next big thing, and uh, it no longer was such a excuse me, undiscovered niche market, mm-hmm. and we, you know, we started to get, um, the internet started to come into play, and um, more girls came on board, and um, it, it suddenly became like a lot of the agencies started to phase out. There was Plus Size, uh, there was Plus Models, there was Killington, there was BBW, and there was about five agencies going at that time, mm-hmm. and then they just... Um, you know, realized that the, 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 the market started dwindling a bit. But by that time, I had really phased into image consulting because I realized oh, I was getting a little long in the tooth. So what can I do to take, the, to take my um, kind of fashion sense and do something with it that I could actually combine my stand-up comedy with my acting, with my you know, wanting to make a difference in the world kind of thing with with Now, before before you got into image consulting, you were a fashion editor for Mode magazine. Um, Actually, I got into image consulting, and then Mode discovered me um, as I was doing a lot of department store shows because I was putting together retail uh, shows for the plus-size woman Mm -hmm. and really starting to, to, to market to all those department stores that were opening departments. Uh, for plus-size women, and uh, so they asked me to, to pull and commentate uh, shows, so I I went back to Parsons, actually. I went to Parsons so that I could learn fashion speak, because I didn't really know a bouquet from a, you know, a, a silk or 
what to, you know, mm-hmm. what styles and what, what, how to put people's looks together. And that was actually a real blessing because from there I realized that this whole concept of shape shopping and uh, know your shape, show your shape, and figure and fit, which is what I became kind of known for, was um, really needed for this uh, market because this um, this woman didn't, you know, she might know what, what she liked to wear, but she wasn't real sure about how to dress her body type. Mm-hmm. So that became my niche in that respect. And uh, the, the thing is with mode, though, they didn't really want me to do any of that. They just wanted me to be an ex-model who sold subscriptions. <laughs> well, why do you think plus-size magazines have such a hard time surviving? Well, it's partly due to the fact that it's a, it's very expensive to produce a magazine. It costs about $50,000 a month to do mode. Mm-hmm. And um, even though we have a pretty big industry with 63 million women in this country, they the, the publishers now, they want millions of readers, millions of readers right out of the gate. And mm-hmm. by the time mode closed... Because of 9-11, by the way, not because of any other reason except the fact that we were getting bought by Berta because we had outgrown our sponsor. We mm-hmm. had gotten to about 800,000 subscriptions, about 4 million readers. That's pretty doggone good. That's not, yeah. a, that's not a failing magazine. But then 9-11 happened, and Berta was a German company, and they, they decided to pull out um, just because that's what everybody was doing on September 12th. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, trying to start another magazine is very difficult because uh, paper costs have escalated almost three or four times what they were in the 80s. So mm-hmm. there's got to be a guarantee right out of the gate that there's at least a million or two million readers that are going to pick up that magazine tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that probably that's why Figure Magazine jumped on board and, you know, used in Charming Shops had enough. Uh, collateral and 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 also could sell it in the store, so didn't have to worry about newspaper stands and subscription sales mm-hmm. to sustain it. They could put it at a per, point of purchase in thousands of stores and fashion bugs to Catherine's to to uh, Lane Bryant. And the figure has place. stopped now too, right? Yeah, I don't know. I you know I, everything stopped. I mean they 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 closed the New York City PR department uh, after 10 years of working with them. They just closed that department uh, a few weeks ago. So, uh, And they told me they're no longer paying for any uh, pay-to-play spots. So it's kind of like, what the heck is going on? This woman hasn't gone away, but now with the economy in being in such a such a state, I think that we're going to really see that online uh, you know, technology is going to really be the only the only way for us to, you know, to really find our voices and to get together and have a community, because I've met with lots of different publishers and they want, they want, they want guaranteed subscriptions right out of the gate. Who can do right, that? Right, right. Who can do that? Nobody. So, besides working with Mo Magazine, we said you were an image consultant. So, tell us what type of services you provide and tell us about the shape shopping mm-hmm. with Figure and Fit program. I. Uh, I do a lot of personal shopping for women and one-on-one consultations, uh, and that's kind of where the, the image consulting led me. However, I started to do the shape shopping and the, and the figure and fit program, and the retailers gravitated to that. And to tell you the truth, I'd rather I'd rather work with 500 women than 
one woman on a day-to-day basis because you can reach more people and have more influence. So I haven't done the personal shopping thing for quite some time, probably two or three years, um, and I've, I've primarily concentrated on doing more retail boutiques as well as department stores where I go in and I'll do a woman's event. I'm going to be, if anybody happens to be in Chicago and Milwaukee this weekend, I'll be at the Bon Ton uh, doing shows in the Chicago and Milwaukee area uh, uh, Saturday the 14th. I'll be out there doing that. So that's what I do, and I bring... Well, so Figure and Fit is a program you created to teach women how to dress for their body types, and so the stores seek you out to bring your program into their business? There you go. That's it. You know why? Because they want to give women reasons to buy. And, you know, a lot of pregnant women will say, well, I don't know what really looks good on me, and they'll try something on, get disgruntled, and walk out of the, the, uh, the dressing room. And, you know, if they had something that really looked fabulous on them based on their silhouette, they'd probably wind up buying it. But with a lot of frustration between what's right for me and, you know, I, I, I can't, you can't possibly try everything on in the store. There's a lot of kind of disgruntlement that goes on. So I kind of alleviate that. And the one thing about my program is that I am in the department store and I can physically take women to the racks and work with the sales associates and not only tell them what their figure type is, but put outfits together for them and tell them, you know, what things to actually buy right there. So it's like being in a big closet, actually. So, so what's the difference? Great. What's the difference between that and curve style reshaping fashion? Well, curve style was the, the um, company I created after 9/11. After mode closed, I was very sad. <laughs> I mean, it was like uh, a medicine ball to my chest. So I decided I'm gonna. I was going to do uh, fashion week, uh, like a uh, uh, seventh on sixth, and and like uh, the Mercedes-Benz fashion week. So I started curve style reshaping fashion as um, a runway show, and mm-hmm. that's pretty much what my impetus was for that. And I thought I could get some investors and. Uh, we could have Fashion Week for the plus size industry. However, it became such a. It, it was I was seen as somebody who kind of rescued the industry when everybody was down in the dumps. So Charming Shops gave me a contract <clears throat> to work with them uh, through Catherine Lippincott, my dear friend who used to be the director of marketing of Lane Bryant. And uh, so I went pretty much on the road doing the Charming Shop thing, helped launch. I was a the, one of the first people on the, the first cover of Figure, um, and you know, I was kind of instrumental in going on the road with them. So it wasn't for naught that I did that show. It's just I wasn't able to get any sponsors together because it was right after 9/11. But mm-hmm. I like that. I like the name of Curve Style. So instead of Emerging Visions Enterprises, I changed my business to Curve Style. So it, it seemed to be that was the word that we were all using instead of plus size. And plus, I it was curvy. So I was like, okay, so. So Curve Style is the name of your company, and yeah. Fit and Figure is a program underneath Curve exactly. Style. Exactly. Okay. And shopping is, is the name of the program with Figure and Fit. And instead of makeovers, I do shapeovers. I go to the stores and I do shapeovers. So that's my – it's all about having the lingo. I say, know your shape, show your shape. Right. Uh, you know, clean, cinch, and hide, and you just look wide, skim, hover, drape, and you show your shape. 
Right, right. Well, so in 2003, you promoted your own clothing line um, yeah. on QVC. So tell us your experience with that and what happened with the clothing line. Well, um, QVC was a difficult nut to crack. I did a nice uh, job with them, but I didn't sell a million dollars the first hour. So I only did $200,000 worth of sales, which I thought was pretty good. Yeah. And, um, one thing with QVC is if you don't knock it out of the ballpark right away, um, they won't win. That's what happened. Is I didn't, I didn't uh, step up to the plate in terms of sales. Okay, I think we got disconnected. <laughs> We're gonna see if she calls back in. Um, if not, we'll just have to reschedule her again to to get the rest of the answers in. Um, okay, so let's just end the show. So tune in next time, and we'll have more plus industry professionals with stories to not only inspire you, but to keep you connected. And if you haven't already, join our Plus Model Radio pages on MySpace and Facebook. And for more information about our show, go to our website at www.plusmodelmag.com. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, email guest at plusmodelmagazine.com to submit. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting Plus Model Radio. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. Lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.